This is a podcast from SPH Radio. Another episode of Adulting with Jill and Celeste, and as we speak, you know Jill is in her final term of pregnancy. Super! I'm exciting. like over, over it already. Really? Like term is 37. I'm like past. So baby is ready to pop anytime. Yeah, like come out. What is the problem? But thankfully, she's not here yet. Which Thankfully. means you still have a bit of time oh, well, So we're yeah. gonna get you all the help you need So I have done as usual the bare minimum preparation in life uh-huh. So I know nothing about breastfeeding Someone bought me breast bottles No, they're not called breast bottles What are they? <laughs> Baby bottles? Oh, okay. No, breastfeeding bottles I don't, I don't even know what they're called And I have not touched it Okay, well the good thing is we have an expert with us here today Yeah, so we do Yeah, we're, we're speaking to Yvonne Bock She is the CEO of Hagen And I believe she has four kids and she's been breastfeeding for like the last 10 years. Am I right? For a total of 10 years. A total, a total of 10 life. years. <laughs> there wow. were breaks in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it, it, to, to make you feel like a slacker in life, she had four kids, breastfed a total of 10 years, and then she invented these bottles. Yes. Right. <laughs> so you invented this bottle after your first child, right? Actually, the idea was inspired after the first child. Mm-hmm. Right. And then more pain points came up. And then I was thinking like I want something that I want I want to create a, a solution For mummies like myself A working mom. Mm-hmm. We can still pursue Our own career Our dreams While we bring the best Which is the breast milk Home for our babies right. So what did yeah. your second child inspire? <laughs> <laughs> the first one inspired A whole bottle line And the second one eh. like I want something convenient And I have no more time Like two And then three is like I really really need More space at home And then four is right. like Enough I want to reimagine Feeding bottles Recreate The whole feeding system Do you know what we should find out Who made the first baby bottle It must have been a man Probably Yeah So that's why why A woman had to come around And reinvent it To make it work for us I think that yeah And do you know The first bottle Actually looks like a banana You see Yeah It's a glass bottle And it's fat from both sides It's very very Yeah Yvonne's bottles look Nothing like a banana (laughs) But it does look manly And there is a reason For its masculine look Right right So let's first talk A little bit more about You know Your whole breastfeeding journey I mean 10 years is a long time To be breastfeeding what was that 10 years like for you? Were you just trying to save money? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, actually breastfeeding is very economical. Right. Yeah. And the right temperature at the right time. It's always right. Right. (laughs) But did you at any point in time feel like, "Eh, maybe, maybe I don't have to? It's very natural because when I was pregnant and I was asking myself, I I doubted myself every time I got pregnant. Like, am I going to have milk? Oh. Am I gonna have enough to feed my baby? Mm-hmm. You know, as a mom, right? We have this motherly instinct that we make sure we want to survive. We want to make sure our offspring survive as well. Mm-hmm. So we will have this overprotective nature that we make sure we must have milk. Right. And then, um, first child, I actually breastfed, latched on total up to like nine months, but I stored my milk and I continued until he was one year old. Okay. So the first child was the most challenging one because you are. You are handling You don't everything. know what's going on Yeah, you really don't know, right? And every month was a bonus Because right. I felt like giving up at many, many points And during my time, I had like 
one month maternity leave. <laughs> That's ridiculous that you yeah. only had a month maternity yes. leave. And then you have to pull yourself away from a baby. You have yeah. to go to work, right? Does that so, stop the milk flow? Does that do anything? It does affect oh. a little bit. So we need to do preparation. So I mm-hmm. wasn't aware of that. Okay, so during those days, right? I was carrying like a parachute bag, like a backpack, uh-huh. right? People think that I'm going like to, to do something funny. Every time I have to excuse myself from my workstation, I have to go and pump and disappear for like 40 minutes. Then people will start judging like, hey, why is she always slacking? She's skiving again. No, I'm How actually working doubling hard. I'm working doubly hard pumping out milk. But that is a real true corporate life. So having been there, right, what sort of advice would you give for like young moms who obviously have to go back into like the workforce yes. after, you know, birthing a child? Yeah. Any tips that could make this whole process easier? Okay, so first of all, I think the mummies have to prepare themselves mm-hmm. going back to work. So like introducing a bottle gradually a month before they go back to work. And then secondly, communication. So they have to also update like their colleagues, their supervisors, their bosses that I'm a breastfeeding mom. Mm. So I will be excusing myself um, on a four hourly breaks. That is not to sky. Actually, my main job is to create milk and make sure that my baby's happy, contented, healthy, mm. so that I can also focus at my work. I am looking forward to this conversation with Huat. Huat <laughs> <laughs> is our boss, by yes. the way, and I hope he's listening. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a very he's actually supportive boss. He's a very understanding boss. guy, yeah. He yeah. is, he is. He's yeah. a cool guy. Communication is very important, and then family support. So, like, when we put our baby, um, well, at home you have helper, or some babies will go to childcare center. Mm-hmm. So, we also need to communicate communicate with our childcare or caregiver that we are using breast milk. Were you exclusively breastfeeding or like if you give the kid formula, the kid won't want your breast milk? Is there like... I was exclusively breastfeeding okay. because wow. the definition of exclusive breastfeeding is actually regardless you are latching or pump out and feed uh-huh. as long as it's 100% your breast milk. Right. And truly, it was very economical. <laughs> and actually, just right before we recorded, Jill mentioned like she was hoping that the baby wouldn't have to feed off her directly. Yeah, I think, okay, yeah, I don't want the child to feed from me. Like, I would like to express my milk and then put it in a bottle and give it to her. Right. Mm. Because I just think that that way it's easier for everyone. If, like, my husband has to feed her or, like, my in-laws have to feed her, right. there's no confusion. It wouldn't be yes. on you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And is- my nipples stay nice. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> Celeste, the things that happen to your breast... Oh, I've been told. ...are wild. You've warned me they multiple times. and tribal. But there, there are a lot of methods, a lot of uh, science, behind how to handle the boobies mm-hmm. to keep them in shape. So, okay, wait. Just, okay, let's talk about the nipple. The actual yes. nipple. Yes. There's a reason why bottle nipples are huge. Because that's what your nipples, your nipples are supposed to right? Will yeah. When do they expand? Because my mom's like, how are your nipples? I'm like, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, when when do her. they... Yeah, so when do they start... Towards your full term. So now, actually, if you observe, right, your nipple or area uh, tend to get a little bit darker. They're huge. Yes, they are huge. They are wildly yes. huge and, and you they cannot be miss like them. two or three tones darker. Yes. Right? Do they get lighter? If they will. Oh, they Lord. definitely will. <laughs> yes. Because and they will go back in shape in time. 
Oh, because okay. It's like They're just staring to know. at me, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why are you so aggressive? It's, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because the baby, when they are born, they, they can't see colors. They color. can't see colors, right? Did you know that? So They're like they will see rats. black and white and uh-huh. that black thing right in front of yep, your face yep. is like... The only thing they can see. So everything has grown. Yes. The yes. areola, the darkening. Yes. The nipples, however, are still not there. Nipples are still regular. They will, they will. Uh-huh. So um, once you give birth, the nurses, right, or the midwives right. in the hospital, they will come and help you to activate it. So there is a form of yes, massage, activate. right? Yeah, activate. <laughs> you have that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, the kickstart breastfeeding. The first step is actually skin to skin. So if you deliver naturally, you will realize that the doctor will pass the baby to you yep. and unrobe you, put it body to body, skin to skin. Mm. Okay. That is actually very, very important because that triggers your psychology. Like, okay, baby is here. I am going to be a mom feeding my child. So well, I've seen that on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. They, they stick the child on you. Yeah. Sometimes they throw it at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how far into like uh, post-birth do you start, you know, lactating? lactating. Yeah. yeah. About some moms are very lucky. First day, like they start to see milk. Mm. But generally on the average, second to third day, the colostrum is like a sticky yellowish substance, which is the first antibodies your baby will get. Mm -hmm. And then some moms even have to wait until like the fifth day. So it's all right. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't don't start like watching it. Like wait. So if it comes on the fifth day, then for those five days, what what's your baby drinking? Yeah. So baby stomach actually is really tiny during Uh the first few days. An average baby, their first three days, their stomach is like a cherry. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Not the oversized cherries, but the standard size cherries. Right, yeah. right. So it's really tiny. In fact, we will be excreting a little bit of colostrum along the way while your real first milk comes out. Right, right. Yeah. So colostrum is a honey kind of texture. Oh, okay. Yeah, sticky. And okay, so first time when I saw it, right, I wanted to wipe it away. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I would have just wiped it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, she's like, this is the plug. It's a very, very nutritious uh-huh. first milk. Like, first did you try food. it? No. <gasps> it, it's so sticky. You won't even have a chance. It's like oh. the baby's on you, uh, and then after they're like, what's that? So but fish. I was very curious. You can eventually. Yeah, it's very, very good for the baby. And then the baby will really just latch, and don't need to give water. Don't need to give other forms of supplements. Yeah. Did you know that for the first three months, I think babies don't drink water. I know. I heard about oh. that. Okay, she's prepared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't that's know the that. only thing yes. I know. That's about yeah. as much as I know. Right. But that's interesting to know. Like, don't stress about how much milk you're producing. Yeah, yeah. Your yes. baby won't starve, yes. you know. And uh, how do you know if you're overfeeding your baby? Is there such a thing as overfeeding? Well, if you're latching a baby, you're breastfeeding your baby, there is a natural response between you and your baby. So baby will naturally push you away or just... You know, turn away when they are full. So that's the thing. How do you know they're getting enough? Enough or not enough? Can you feel the milk coming out of your boob? You will. You actually have this let down reflex. So let down reflex actually have this sensation going down your spine. Mm -hmm. I would describe it like a bit like orgasm. Right. (laughs) So that happens throughout the breastfeeding period. Period, yeah. Mm -hmm. So actually women, we are very happy when we are breastfeeding. Because the same kind of oxytocin when you have during orgasm is what you have during breastfeeding. Oh, and you can have it multiple times a night. (laughs) So that's useful. Lucky you. Yeah. (laughs) So we always have a very happy, positive 
shift mindset. But sleep is the other side of things. Uh-huh. So as long as you sleep enough, you feel yourself well. You'll be a very happy woman throughout so this breastfeeding. So we were talking gym. about uh, eating. If you go out and you have a drink. Yeah. How much alcohol is too much before your milk is tainted? Mm, good question. Um, there is a recommendation: um, no more than one glass of wine. Oh, and should you have more than that one glass? Right? Let's say yes. you scull it and you have a bottle. Right. Whoa, it's been a while. <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> how long? How how long will your milk be tainted for? Like so. The usually next day we or? will. Usually that pump or that feed. Uh, mm-hmm. We will we will pump it out and we will discard it. Okay. Yeah, so just, just one feed. Safe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Just don't don't go overloading on alcohol. Uh, yeah. 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 You shouldn't yes. anyway. Yeah. Right. But yes, you should <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. So okay. coming back to how much is enough, right? Other mm-hmm. than filling your boob, getting a little bit softer, um, because the milk will actually flow out. The other way is you will get obsessed with your baby's pee and poo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know that it was so interesting to see the color, the smell, the number of times, mm-hmm. and when your baby pee or poo, you'll be so happy. The joy is a moment. Yeah, you should be so happy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, small Defecate. things, small things in life. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. I'm listening to Yvonne, right? It mm. sounds like breastfeeding is like a bit of roses, but surely, surely. <laughs> I mean, I've heard a lot of like, you know, see me shake almost, head, right? <laughs> <laughs> almost horror stories like growing yes. up about like, you know, things like breast engorgement, yeah. clogging, yeah, yeah. You, you bleed. Yeah. Okay, so breastfeeding truly is a very challenging process. Mm-hmm. It's a science, actually. I would say that the right methodology or the right um, activities or exercise you do will help to have a smoother breastfeeding journey ahead. Mm. Any food yeah. that will... You know, help your load, like yeah. lactate, lactate. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So food that makes you happy. Huh. Yeah, everything in moderation. Doesn't mean like you are very excited with cookies and you go every day. Okay. Yeah, everything in moderation. I think that will really help to boost milk. Yeah, mm. and take a lot of warm fluids, um, warm content. Like for example. Okay, I love Milo. Yeah. So I take a lot of Milo because inside you have sugar, you have like calcium, calcium and calcium, all that, everything. Uh, and it not makes so much you of happy. the nutrients, but for me, it's like chocolate. Mm. Yeah, and I love chocolate. Cookies. I like that honest answer. It's not so much <laughs> nutrients; it makes me happy. And so I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. And I love um, milk, fresh milk. Mm-hmm. So during that first month where I'm trying to establish the breastfeeding routine, I actually warm it up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I drink the steamed milk. Yeah. Okay. So, so the heat helps. The heat right? helps. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really like exercising. If you want to perspire more, you try to go into a heat room, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So breastfeeding is like you want the milk to come out, so you will actually have a warmer kind of makes like sense because if you're cold and you're shivering, your body contracts. Contracts. Right? Yes. So okay. And okay. Tense up. Yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> if you have small boobs, does that make it more difficult to pump? Miraculously, it's the same, you know. Actually, huh. boob size doesn't matter. And because I'm looking at this, this is big. I don't have boobs that big. Yeah. You so, do. No, yeah. I have A's. Yes. And they bumped up to like barely B's. Yeah. Trust me, when the milk comes, you will have about one or two cup size even further. I oh. hope so because yeah. I need a payoff. Yeah. <laughs> so far, not much of a payoff has happened during. Pregnancy. Do they stay? The new no, boob size. No, I, I went up to like Dolly Parton. Wow. And then now it's like, oh, okay. My mom's huge though. Yeah. My mom was like A ish. And then now she's like huge. She stayed huge? She, well, she put on weight elsewhere, but you know. 
I don't mind. I just want some boobs in my yeah. life. Yes, <laughs> Second, <laughs> third, fourth child, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Then you'll get yes, there. Yes, yeah. So mummies will also have right the milk really kick in at the end of like first week. And then that's where we need to do certain like heat compress and then cold cabbage, etc. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I heard about the cabbage thing. Yes. Tell Celeste what happened. Cabbage? Yeah. What you now? Cabbage cut your boobs. So Are we still mummies- on breastfeeding? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cabbage, it's yes. It's very funny. Because a lot of mummies, right? Okay, so cabbage, cabbage, cabbage. We must have them in our freezer. Mm-hmm. Not the fridge, but the deep freezer. Oh. Prepare them. Yeah. Right. And then Ooh. um they you know it's interesting because it's like a natural cup. So when mummy has engorgement, that's another word that you, yeah, you yeah. come very you mm. know often. Engorgement is where the milk kicks in and the flow is not out yet. So it is like a congestion, right? Mm. And then it's storing inside. So you grow bigger and bigger. Um, cabbage helps to calm it down. Right. So you, you can use it, but don't overdo it. So because it, it stops your milk flow, also, right? Yeah, because it calms it down. So you don't want it to be like negative. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that because there was yeah. an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Did they do Wait, that? Yeah, Kim Kardashian yes. talked about it. So <laughs> oh, you see, really? educational okay. as well. She gets yeah. a lot of her breastfeeding and uh, pregnancy from tips from TV. Great it's true. Anatomy, it's true. <laughs> like very helpful. I know all the complications that could happen. Right. I could give myself a cesarean. I've seen it. So. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> but let's yeah. talk about like breastfeeding myths. What are some of the biggest myths you've heard? Oh. Okay, so first, does latching makes the breast go out of shape? Mm. I think that's a big nah, yeah. Oh, so it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Yes. So, um, I always advocate the correct bra, the correct cream or care, um, and the massage that you do mm. will really help. I don't have a single nursing bra. You like, probably should get one. I'm like, yeah, isn't necessary. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta really be diligent on your part, also, right? Like yeah. the massaging. Actually, not so not so difficult. You right. can do that when you're taking a shower, a warm shower. Oh, there is some, you know, um, exercise. Exercise just to lift it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then nipple care is after you latch, you just put on like a uh, organic uh, coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Don't have to go really like uh, crazy buying all the nipple creams. It's all these natural organic ways to help yourself. And then the bras, they're many options out there just make sure the bra has a support under your boobs a firm support but not too tight no underwire mm. um, sports bra are not nursing bras because sports bras hold your boobs down right yeah. you need something that is breathable stretchable right. but like a larger enough. size sports bra yeah. no no me right <laughs> no, no, you're just trying to save money here man babies are expensive <laughs> this you can't save you want your boobs to go out of shape or what <laughs> and uh, let's talk about breastfeeding in public. Yes. I'm, I'm sure you've had to do that, right? Like right. at some point. Yeah. What do you think about the stigma surrounding it? I think local context, right? There are still a community that is very unfamiliar with breastfeeding in public. Mm-hmm. But I think just you be you. Do right. whatever makes you happy. Um, put on a shore. I think privacy is very important. You also don't want everybody to stare down your boob, right? Yeah. yeah. But I have seen moms, I mean, we have a colleague who actually could breastfeed while she's walking. She's doing shopping and she's breastfeeding. Wow. Yeah. Super awesome. She's like, I'm going to breastfeed now, okay? I'm like, how? She's like, she's on already. I'm like, when did wow. you even let her on? She's like, yeah. 
like oh. really fast and swift. So it's really your own comfort level, and you have the right to breastfeed in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just be yourself. Be happy. Always be happy. You're doing the best for your child at that moment. So I think obviously it's also important to not forget, you know, the moms who can't or choose not to breastfeed. I've heard a lot of stories from my colleagues even about how sometimes they feel a bit guilty or just the pressure around breastfeeding. Like right. if I can't breastfeed, I'm not a good mom. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. I think as much as possible, mummies, we are doing the best for our child at mm. that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And then there are circumstances where mummies just can't. And it's okay. Don't worry. Whatever you're doing for your baby, just always remember you are doing the best at that moment for your child. And I think that is what a mothers do. Mm. And babies yeah. don't really have memories. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not going to hold it yeah. against you. They're going to grow up fine. Yeah. They're going to go happier because they know that mummies love them more, happy with them. Right, yeah. you probably overcompensate in some other aspect if you yeah. can't breastfeed. <laughs> you know, last night, I actually woke my mom in the middle of the night. I asked like, oh, did you breastfeed me when I was a kid? And she did said, she? Uh, no, actually, she didn't breastfeed me nor my two elder brothers. Right. And we turned out okay. We're a formula she couldn't, bed, fed or she just... Uh, so she had some other health condition and she was advised by her doctors oh, not to. Yeah. So yeah. she just went with formula all the yeah, way. Yeah, my, so. my mom didn't breastfeed me either because she said her nipples mm. never got big enough. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like right. the baby just couldn't yeah. latch on or whatever. Right. Yeah. So for whatever reason, you know, or if you choose not to, it doesn't make you any less of a mom, you know. Yeah. And yes. uh, you're doing the best for your kid. Although, I mean, I say it won't bother me. It probably will because I have friends who have so much <laughs> excess milk. This is just Jill being competitive. <laughs> they have so much milk. They are using that milk to give their babies like milk baths. Mm. Use that milk to like yeah. make pancakes for the babies. Yeah. They sell their milk on carousel. Really? I, I think that's illegal by the way. Uh, yeah, I don't it think sounds you like it. to do that. But I know they have breastfeeding parties. Yeah. So apparently like if like all of us are breastfeeding, you can have some of my milk because my antibodies are different from your antibodies. Yes. Is that advisable? I've seen it on okay. American TV, apparently. Again, American TV. Do whatever best you feel yeah, happy. Okay. I, would, I mean, check check with your doctors. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, for I sure. So. Don't take medical advice yes, from, from Jill us. nor myself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely or not. Or TV. <laughs> yeah, but thank you guys so much. You know, Yvonne, uh, she Most again, welcome. by the way, is the CEO of Hagen, which is a local company that does pump bottle um, oh it's storage everything man yeah so it's a whole breastfeeding ecosystem for mummies out there perfect and if people want to check out your range where can they find you you can search on hagen.com mm-hmm. and you can also find us on lazada on shopee actually just Everywhere, google actually. hagen yeah. h-e-g-e-n h-e-g-e-n perfect yes. thank you so much yvonne thank you and i think thank the you, next thank time you, i speak to you I would have popped. Right? Your baby would be out. I don't know. Yeah, that's I hope a so. whole other topic altogether. It will be fun. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Have a smooth journey. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Adulting is a production of SBH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Jill and Celeste from Kiss ninety two. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.